everybody to episode 13 community together versus separated and we're very excited today we do have on that show our associates and they are jubilee jaguars fc just recently opened and we do have on them coaches and members of the team but first before we start with any questions or the podcast today we do have to mention our sponsors and benefits that you can get with your sponsors so first off would be Grazebox. so i genuinely know that a lot of people know who Grazebox is it's grazing on food when you're hungry or you're peckish you know it's good food good food for the body and it's keeping you healthy and healthy eating and the lifestyle keeping down the cholesterols and so forth so also we have to shout out to another of our sponsors mccann they do Syrian food, which a lot of people's not used to Syrian food, have never ate it before, but it does taste absolutely fantastic. And if you go into McCann, into the Oasis in Birmingham, show them that you're signed up to the podcast. So you sign up, it's for free. So show them you've signed up to the podcast and you get 10% off your meal. Not also that, you can go to King's Lounge in Birmingham also, show them that you signed up to the podcast and you get 10% off your food and your accessories what you have there also not also that if you go to corporation street at the bottom by the ramp and you know you wanted to get a new network provider and you wanted a little bit of a deal on that go into vodafone show them that you signed up to our podcast and they'll give you 15 percent off but that's just only at that store so that's corporation street at the bottom by the ramp by the old um train station and you'll see them there on the corner to go into them there plus not just by that there's also stuff that we're bringing in and we're going to be bringing in stuff that's going to be for the ladies just just for the ladies where they're going to be getting 20 percent off clothing ranges and so forth so tune in for that do sign up as it says you get all the benefits and today now we're going to go straight into our episode 13 and community together versus separated and i would like to just say to you as the listeners um what do you feel is going on in your community right now do you think there's any good vibes do you think there's negativity do you think there's any other scenarios that i haven't said that you believe is going on in your community which is stunting your community growth i would like to get back to me and give me some feedback at horseman the numeric number four questions at gmail.com so i'll repeat that again for you that's horsemen the numeric number four questions at gmail.com and you can get straight through to us here you can get through to us to our previous guest appearances that we've also had on the show so today i'd like i says i would like to welcome jubilee jaguars fc titan um I do respect what these people are doing personally from all of us here today and I would just also like to point out before I carry on that Zen couldn't be here today. She does have some family um, arrangements that's already been sorted from before so you know she says she's sorry she can't be here and she's just with us in um, mind and body and soul at the same time. So today I'd like to welcome Craig, Matthew and Paige. Woo! Uh, thanks for being here everyone. Um, you know, you like, do have a big story and I do cash you as our community heroes in the community. You do so much that people don't see um, in the background and today I would be more than happy to highlight what you actually do for one, the community and two, for the youth today. So um, I'd just like you to say a little bit about yourself quickly so people that's listening in can get a feel for yourselves. So Matthew, I know you've been on previously with that other episode with um, youths, 
connecting, disconnecting youths, and that was absolutely brilliant. But at that time, then you was actually with West Bromwich United at the time, so they do know a bit about you. So I wanted to give them something that they don't know about you. Um, there's plenty that you don't know about me. Obviously, we do it for the community. We've been there. I like to put myself out and about, get my name out there, get my face out there. Obviously, I want to bring community, not just not just the youths, but the parents, the whole community, yeah. the elderly. You know, I want to bring them all involved. You know, if they want to come down, get involved. There's always something any of them can do. The entire community get involved. It's simply enough. You don't need nothing. All you need is a bit of time. Everybody's got that. That is definitely true. So Craig, I'd like you to just give them a feel for you. This is your first time appearing on um, Podcast of the Force. So just give them a little brief indicator about you so they know something about you. Uh, I'm Craig. Um, basically, I'm all about the community, about the youths, about the older community. If you obviously want to do something in the community and you don't know how to do it and you're a goal-getter, your time's being wasted by sitting back, come back and speak to either ourselves at FC Jubilee or speak to Podcast of the Four Horsemen. We're here to help you because the more people we have like us in the community, the better the community we're going to get. Absolutely, but I do believe believe in every word of that. So, Paige, welcome to Podcast of the Four Horsemen, your first appearance. Um, with Paige, everybody, she's always in the background, but today I thought, nah, you're coming to the forefront. So, today, Paige, just tell them a bit about yourself, something they don't already know, um, just a little paragraph just about you and what you like to do. I like to do the administration bit. Whatever needs done, I'll do it. The paperwork... I'm always carrying it around with me, so at least then whatever, if someone comes up to me, oh, but this person weren't there, yes he was. Yeah. I loved it, I loved doing the administration, if anyone needs help on the line, I'll, I'll help them with anything, give them advice, whatever. Uh, yeah, that's brilliant, she's always in the background, well, I call her Mama Bear, because she's always looking out for all of us, even me, she looks out for the kids, the, everybody feels she's approachable, she's always got time for you, she's, she doesn't, even if she's busy, she will stop and give you that time, and uh, you know, I really do like everybody here, Paige, Craig and Matthew, they are really, really approachable people, so I would say, as you as the community, and you see them, and you get to know a bit more about them, stop them, ask them, Question them, you know. I, 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 you know, I dare you and command you to say, listen, what do you like do? If there's something that you can do and you know, you, you think it's just like a one or two percent. That two percent is needed. You know, people keep thinking oh, you've got to be able to give everything. Even somebody that could go and wash the kit for them. You know, these little simple things is everything that's needed to keep the community running and keep us moving and going forward and trying to show and have a better lifestyle in how we conduct ourselves. So what I'm going to ask you all now, all on it individually together, um, I'm going to point this mostly out to Matthew and Craig. Um, could you just let the listeners, followers and audience hear a little bit of where you first started. So I'm going to just let them know that you first started West Bromwich Albion as coaches and a lot of people didn't even know this about you. But Matthew came on the show previously. Yeah, and came on the show previously. So I just want to get a little five few seconds of where, what did you do at West Bromwich United? Well, it all started three years ago where, basically, where one of my close mates took on the role as manager but obviously he got too much he took he had obviously health problems 
So I stepped up and basically became the manager. And then my partner Paige um, became ill. She became really ill and obviously where to point she was always in the hospital and obviously I had to move her. And then I was really struggling and it took the courage obviously of a parent at the time to step up and go, you know what? Craig's trying to do this for the kid. Um, I can help out here. And then Matthew and another parent, well it wasn't a parent, it was an uncle, stepped up to the point and went, you know what, I'll take the coaching role and then that's where he came. That's that's me. So I'd like to ask you, Matthew, how did you come about and what did you do at West Bromwich United when you was there also and how did you get about coming to get together with Craig? Well, so that my lad was playing for him. Obviously, Craig took my lad in. We started to play him at football, getting him out and about, you know, and he was enjoying it. And like Craig said, when he started to struggle a little bit, he needed the support. And I thought, like, well, at the end of the day, he needs the support, so why can't I offer it? I'm there watching every week, so obviously I've stepped in. <coughs> I've decided to go and help. Not just for my lad. I thought, like, yeah, there's more than my lad. There's the entire team, so I took the whole team on. Started working with them alongside Craig. Obviously, that's three years ago. Just got a closer and closer friendship close bond over the years until obviously West Bromwich United um, it was normal so yeah that was like at the you know the detriment time of you know he became normal so you know that was like for me must have been a hard time for yourself because you know you was there endeavouring Craig to strive to help out with these kids and start something off Matthew seen there was a, a better worse wanted a window that was open for him to say, look, I want to give something back because if that window of opportunity wasn't open, he may not have took that next step. But because it was there, he decided, look, I want to do something. So I just want to get a little bit into what happened or how did it come about for you to become um, ex-West Bromwich United coaches? What happened, Craig? Basically, um, we come to our third year and next week, you know, halfway for the season, we had a letter from the chairman saying that he was stepping down at the end of the season. Obviously, we come to the point where I was, I was sitting at home getting headaches after headaches after headaches. What's the next step for these youths? How am I going to offer it to the youths? What am I going to do to basically better the youths? What's my next step? Not knowing what my next step was at all. Obviously, it got to a point where it's got me completely down, and I locked myself away for a bit. And obviously, literally, like I said, I couldn't help the user. And then, so, so, so you're saying then it had an impact because of all the time and input you was given into something, and all of a sudden that was taken away. It, it impacted on your life. Yeah, it impacted on my life completely. Like I said, I felt like I wasn't letting myself down. I was letting down these youths that we had. And it come to a point where, literally, I was in my room and literally I couldn't come out of my room, basically. It impacted my life that bad. And it wasn't until I had the phone call from Matt and say, there's a window open. Yeah, so um, it really took you down to other episodes that we've had and talking about stress, grieving, entrepreneurship. These are the things that we face in the community. A lot of people just think that a lot of people are rosy happy and living their life when they're, they're actually not you know they're on a probably a depression stage or some form of something like this so this is the thing that i want the listeners and the audience 
to understand is that look this is what we go through don't be ashamed to know that you know you felt down or you felt horrible every person in the whole world has had that feeling and we will have that feeling at times of game when you know we see things are going wrong and probably not going our way or you know it's just a negative time at that time so how was it with yourself Matthew um once you found out that um you was going to be no longer being a West Bromwich United member looking after the community and looking after these kids that you strove to do as well also with Craig well it was frustrating because you knew you had these kids that wanted to do something and their angles have been taken away from them you know they've got this little thing what they had and it's been taken away now it don't cost nothing it don't force anybody into anything all it takes is somebody to just like stay with it so obviously the chairman's gone the kids are all there now you know they're going to be end up drifting now, I don't want to drift away, I think like, okay, there's no football, so I'm going to go down, so basically, I'm going to cause trouble down here. Yeah, so instead. basically, they could just turn to some form of negativity, they could get drawn into knife crime, you know, they could get into stealing and robbing and get into things that we generally don't grow our kids up to be doing, would that be correct in saying? Yeah, exactly. You know, while they're with us on the pitch, you know, whether it's two hours a week, whether it's six hours a week, we know that during that time there, they're safe, they're doing something they enjoy, something they love, they're making new friends. They're forming bonds that they've never had. You know, it don't matter what kind of background they're from. It don't matter whether they get on in the, get on with their neighbours. They all come there. They all get on together. They've all got good, good friendships. Parents all get involved. You know, it's a little community in itself. We just need to expand on that. Absolutely brilliant. And I do, I, I do, I do believe in that because at the moment I've been hearing myself personally um, mad rave reviews about um, Jubilee Jacobs from parents, and I've been hearing and getting feedback of the rave reviews that you have and you're getting some brilliant feedbacks from the parents. Um, I can see that they like what you're doing and it's looking like after a bit of time they're buying into what you're trying to do for the community and you know I think that's the most important part is people actually buying into it because if you don't buy into it then it's not going to succeed all the way around. You see what I mean? So it, it, at the time, it was a bad time, then I'm going to take it that um, West Bromwich United, you felt like you've let these kids down, you felt like, you know, you've put all that time and the energy into that because you wanted it to keep prolonging, but all of a sudden, everything's been shut down, shop's been shut, and the, you know, the, the, the um, fingers have come down and shut down everything on it, so I can believe that mustn't have been a nice time because... As I know, with people that open business, these are the things is a part that can make or break, yeah? And a lot of people have opened businesses, they've hit the, the wrong end of the spectrum, and then now they can't handle it. It's a human emotion, and there's nothing to be ashamed of. I keep saying that there's nothing wrong in failing. Failing is should be um, highlighted a lot more to let people know there's failure, because in sports, you've got first, second, and third, and anybody that comes out of that bracket feel like, rubbish they feel like they haven't achieved nothing you are with the worst of the worst and you're giving them that, that wrong feeling to have in life when you know we should be encouraging you to make up don't, don't worry that you failed look what happened when you rode your bike you fell off it that's a failure believe it or not that's classed as a failure but how do you overcome the failure you get back on the bike don't you yeah and, and, and that's what you do so what i would like to know um i'm going to point out to you matthew I'm going to be coming back to you, Paige, because I've got a lot that I really want to be questioning you about. Um, how 
after all, you know, this failure, the negativity, you felt let down, you felt, you know, no trust, you, you know, you felt all these emotions in one go. How did you go about opening or even thinking about a concept after Craig's told me he's in his bedroom, he doesn't want to come out, he feels like he's let the whole world down, he's let everybody down, not just himself, his family and all the stuff. And I can believe you went through the same thing yourself. How did you go about, because no, you didn't see no light and no end of no tunnel and all the rest of that feeling. How did you go about opening or, you know, maneuvering to try and opening, um, as today it's called, Jubilee Jaguars FC? Well, <coughs> West Bromwich United, obviously, it was a name. The things that was going on at West Bromwich United, like Bob West with the chairman of, was out of our control. But from us downwards, the interaction with the kids, the interaction with the parents, you know, the moving them around, the setting up the teams, the setting up the games, the training, it was all down to us. So we had everything in place already. We just needed a base to go on. So obviously we got our heads together. We come, obviously Jubilee Jaguars, come on to the podcast. And obviously the podcast there, and it pushed us through. You put, you know, you put a load out there, put the names back out there, got people back interested again. And that made us decide, you know what, we can do it. We don't need we don't need West Bromwich United. We've got other means, so we've gone with the other means. Yeah, and you know, I I remember, so I'm gonna let you know the audience know and followers know how it how it, deep in how it came about. So, um, I know Matthew previously. Um, to let everybody know now, um, Matthew is my cousin. So Matthew came to my home commenting his cousin was talking and I asked him how what's going on with the football and he said um, uh, everything's gone pear-shaped um, chairman's left don't know what we're doing um, you know and I could see Matthew I know Matthew Matthew cares for kids he, he really does he doesn't care whose kid it is he's really got that loving feeling he's, he'll help you with anything he really is like that and I sat down there and I could just look in Matthew's face and see you know he felt you know, I wouldn't say depressed, but he just felt downheartened. Um, and I sat there and I was like, nah, I'm not going to make him feel like that. You know, I know the energy. He does his work 40 hours, takes his kids to training. I know what time he puts in there to know that. I was like, nah, I'm not going to make this happen. And we sat down um, and I says to Matthew, I says, look, we're going we're gonna to do something. And then he told me about an idea that Craig had, they'd already spoken previously, and Craig had this idea, and he spoke to me about, um, Craig's got an idea, um, and this is what he wants to do. So let's come to you, Craig. Um, after me and Matthew spoke, and he told me that he had an idea, um, the idea wasn't even a reality. It wasn't even, it wasn't, it wasn't even 1% of opening anything. It was just an idea banded around. It, it didn't even have a name called Jubilee Jaguars. There was no name. It was just a, a little opening, a little business kind of sense-wise then, a little bit of entrepreneurship and trying to get something off the ground. But being as um, speaking with us, you knew that Podcast of Forcement had the means. So how did you come up with the name of what you wanted to do because you, you had something that you thought of that you wanted to become a reality and you just didn't have the means and the know-how um how did you come up with thinking about this platform of you want to do something in opening another team or something well uh, what, it, what it was i was sitting obviously down just sitting down speaking with Paige, and then matt, matt found and went um 
literally, um, I spoke with my cousin and he's willing to come and help and obviously that's where the window was and then I sat, then I sat there with Paige, spoke with Paige and we, I sat down to Paige at basically the right window and to be honest, like Matthew said earlier, um, we've done all the hard work ourselves, we've done obviously arranging training, arranging matches and sorting the kids out, getting the kids transformed, we've done that ourselves, so we're doing most of it ourselves anyway, but it's just not knowing how to do it, knowing the track to open it, but once I had that, I podcast before, I sat there with Ray, and Ray was saying obviously he believes in us and all that stuff, and it just gave me that extra push to go and do it, so I'll go to the FA and ask them how I go about it, and then once we got gonna be knew how to go about it and how quite easy it was, we just thought you let's just go for it. Let's just go, let's just climb the ladder and just go for that. And who, who would believe four months down the line that we're here with Jubilee Jaguars with twenty kids training with us? Listen, you know, this is for me, this is a, it's a big thing. It, for some people it may not seem like a big thing, but this is the thing I'm trying to show about community spirit. They had a they knew how to train kids. They knew what to do in that regards. They wanted to do something. They didn't have the means or didn't have the know-how. So obviously they came to Podcast of the Four Horsemen. We spoke of ourselves and we as Podcast of the Four Horsemen are people that wants to help the community. So we decided, and I know what probably is needed for the community, and we decided to open Jubilee Jaguars. Jubilee Jaguars are doing now so good. They're doing absolutely brilliant. It's going to be their first season in the Warsaw Junior Youth League in September, which I am so ecstatic about because it wasn't just these little things. There was loads of things that had to be done in the background. So there was marketing. There was keeping dialogue with other teams. And, you know, with Podcast of the Forceman and JJFC together, we accomplished this. And I'm just saying if we accomplish this, anybody else out there can accomplish also don't be scared to go for what you want. If you don't know what, if you've got any idea or you've got any form of program that you decide you want to open but you don't know where to go next, contact us. Contact Podcast of the Four Horsemen. Contact Jubilee Jaguars. Contact LA Games. Contact any one of us and we can get through to each other because we work as a family. I know we do individually separate businesses and so forth but we do work together in the background you know we believe in this community feeling this community spirit so as i says you know you're getting loads of feedback i don't even think you know how much feedback you're getting from even from our sites and from our email addresses and we're getting parents from left right up and down the country saying how good they feel that we, we have done with yourselves of opening this football team within such a short space you've made the parents feel welcome and felt a part of what you're doing and you've not left them out you know there's charges surplus charges parents have to pay i've heard that you they're not even paying half you know this is for somebody that's just opening three months and you've got other longer established people doing it and they have to ask for top dollars and you lot have not done that you know, you've worked with your sponsors. Obviously, everybody knows your sponsors. A podcast of your four horsemen, which are us. Your marketing team are us. And while why I say, people say, well, why, why are they doing it? The reason why we do it as podcast of the four horsemen, so they can put their time into the kids. They can't 
deal with the kids, do marketing, speak with other dialogues. They can't do all of that and put their full time into the kids. So we decided together, all of us as we know, that you know we take on the marketing. We'll do that for you because we want you to put your 100% into your training and training these kids because you know what they have to go through. You know how they're going to feel. You know what they need to move forward because you've done this already. This is not nothing new to you in what you've got to do. So I would like to ask Paige a question now. Is This is a big one, Paige, because, you know, things in the background, I know there's things in the background with anything that's doing, so that's life, opening a business. There's always things in the background that people don't see. Um, and you're one of these people that I'm here to highlight because you're always in the background. Um, she's a bit kind of shy sometimes, maybe, but... You, she's very, very approachable. And I would like to ask you for even other women that send questions in that wanted to ask, how did you feel um, about Craig when he's got no time for you, basically? There's other words that I could use, but don't use those time. You know, there's times when you want just one-on-one -on -one time, be together, sit down, sit on the set, you watch a program together, and you know you wasn't getting that time because Craig had to put his all into it into what he's doing to make it succeed because you know you have to put your 18 hours a day into your business at first when you're opening so how did you feel about Craig being away all the time? Well it was hard at the start but then as soon as I knew the reason behind it obviously I had a phone call and one of these kids we used to train was at the park with his friend and just as he left his friend his friend got stabbed in the neck so I understood I thought do you know it's not why we see him around the kids was it the kids was safe when they was with us so why just stop now? And then as soon as I and then as soon as I sat down and thought about it, I was fine with it. Now I've I've become to just if I need him, I'll just message him, message him or <laughs> write a little note. Do you want food? Do you want a drink? I'm going downstairs. Do you want anything? Now we've now I've adapted to really sort out that way. If he's ever on the phone, because I know the football needs to come first. I'm safe because I I'm always I'm always in the background anyway, so I'm always safe. But the kids ain't. The kids nowadays are not safe, and it's about the community, the the elderly, the youths, everybody. Yeah. I believe, yeah, I believe in that. It's about everybody. But even then, I do want to highlight on something, but I don't want to highlight it fully. Um, but you wasn't well yourself at the time. You was really, really, really ill. Um, I don't, if it's up to you, if you want to let the audience know what was wrong or whatever, that's totally. But you was ill yourself, and then. Craig still had to find the time to do what he's doing. He still had to find the time to look after you, but you still had to find the time to look after everybody else without even looking after yourself. So where did you get all this um, energy, confidence to let him do what he's doing while you're seriously ill at the time? Well, with having cancer, being being able to sit there and think, well, if my mum doesn't help me, so I all my tablets, because I was on 13 and a quarter tablets a day. Yes. If my mum don't help me with my tablets... I could, I could die really. So, if no one's looking after the kids, who's looking after the youths? Yeah. And if no one's looking after the youths and they go on a downward spiral, who's looking after the elderly and everybody else? So it's a big, long, vicious circle. We all help each other. Yeah, and I can see because that's the the strength I see behind you, um, Paige. I do see the strength. Um, you know, you're going through a bad time, and for me, that time should be 
kind of thinking about yourself as well as trying to take your, t- your time away from thinking about what you're going through. So you was going through a hurry time, because it was a hurry time. Um, I can understand everyone around you was feeling the stress as well as yourself. I know Craig was feeling the stress and your loved ones around you and people that know you, but you were still being a, a bright light, shining bright, looking out for everybody while you was going through with that. Craig's had to find time to do what he's doing. Craig's had to find time to make out with you. So it was like everybody had to find time and slots for each other. So And you know what that shows? That shows like a really community feel because when you're at your lowest point, that's the part of you that shines through. When you're down and out, how can you handle being down and out? What are you going to do? Are you going to give up? Are you going to come make a comeback? What are you going to do? So your bright light shined on for everybody else, even though you was down, you sent your bright light and you still sent it to Craig and said still give Craig the, the go-ahead to do what he's doing. And like I says, also with Matthew's partner, you, you know, he works every hour as God sends. He takes his kids to do what he's ever. And yet she still got the time to back him. And yes, sometimes I can believe it must not feel right, especially when you want them there and, they're chaining kids and you may think to yourself, why, why can't they be here for me? I can believe that all women go through that. Any woman that tells me that, that's a lie. I'm not, I'm not, I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm going to tell you you're a liar because that is the truth about it. Matthew's missus, I give credit to her and I clap to her and also to yourself, Paige, without all these strong men that are doing things need even stronger women behind you and you lot are the credit of why we can achieve my partner also you know i do every hour god sends doing the all marketing for myself for podcasts of the four for podcasts of the fours, for jubilee jacks i do so much myself in the background but i've got a strong woman behind me and i have to give her credit also because i wouldn't be able to do what i was doing if i never had her back in it would just be arguments all the time and so forth but you know she's proud of what we do and our missus are proud of us and we're also proud of our missus for giving us that time to let us achieve what we want to achieve and it's not as if it's about ourselves it's about our community which i always condemn anybody that does that so that's nice to know um what was going on and so i just want to ask you something outside of the box also page um i'm glad that you know you went for a hard time i'm glad that you came out the other end of it and what showed me that you went through such a hard time you came back even stronger you know, this is why I call you Mama Bear. You know, Big Mama's out. She's not a big girl, sorry people. She's quite slim, but I call her Big Mama because she's the one that cares for all of us, even me. She cares for the kids. Matthew, Craig, we all get some loving from um, Mama Bear, you know what I mean? So I, I take my hat off to you full time. So I'd like to ask you also about the topic of today, and we will get back still to Jubilee Jaggers in one moment. So the community of today, um, what do you feel is missing in our community today? Look at the dilemmas and so forth we're going through. Um, do you believe our community can be repaired? It can be repaired, but it needs people willing to, to repair it. It can't repair itself. It needs spaces for the children to meet up. It needs people to get them together from different cultures, from different backgrounds, get them interacting, get them mixing, becoming friends. You know, your friends ain't just your neighbours and people on your street. You know, your friends are your community, people you might meet at the park. You know, people you could meet on the bus. Get them all involved, you know, meet them, get on with them. Find space for them, you know. If you want to do something, you know, 
open up a swim club, open up a football club, a boxing club, just bringing someone, even two children as well. You're doing something for your community. Expand and, on it. Yeah, and I, I do believe in that. It's all about expanding. And, and I do believe, and I'm just going to say it straight, because I like to be straight, there's people out there that do want to help. But this is what I've noticed. There's people out there that want to help. Some of them don't know how to go about doing it. And that's the part that is, the, the for me, the downfall part. Because if they can get that, they can shine. And that's that one block that's stopping them from achieving. It's because they don't know how to go about it. What would you say to them? Find something you love and bring somebody into it. So if you love football, find your football. Bring somebody into it. You know, bring your sons and his friends, your neighbours and their friends, you know, your auntie down the road with their friends. Just bring somebody into it, something you love, something you know about, bring them into it. Bring your next door neighbour into it, bring your friend into it, you're involving more and more people, you're involving the community. And then it will flow. So what do you think, I would say, Craig, also to um, what is missing in our community? Just go back to what Matthew said about obviously um, bringing people into doing stuff. If you want to do something in the community, if it's for your son, for people around your area, and you're scared, like I said earlier on, speak to podcast before Horseman, speak to Jubilee Jaguars. A big out the live and also, Sandwell Council, speak to Sandwell Council. There's so many people in that council house and around your areas that can help you achieve what you want to achieve. Not just football, but many sports. But like when I was younger, we used to have 30, 40 kids over the field playing football. These days, you don't see that. You, the people are too scared to speak to one another. But we have kids at Jubilee Jaguars that never even met each other. Tipton to Albury. They've seen each other once. They're the best of friends. And that's what needs to be. You need to be able to be approachable for someone else in the community. Yeah, and that is so true. You have spoke so much truth today. So Paige, as yourself, what do you think is missing from our community? Well, I think it's missing a lot of people who want to help but don't know how to help. Because there, there is people that want to, but I think they're too scared to reach the youth because all you see all over the newspapers is kid, this kid's done this, this kid's done this. Not all kids are the same. Some kids have just had bad backgrounds that don't know how to improve themselves. They've gone on a downward spiral and they don't know how to get out of it. It's like depression, you don't know how to get out of that. It's the same thing. They need, they need help. Every, everybody just needs to really find something they enjoy doing. If you enjoy doing it and love what you're doing, it's not a job, it's a hobby, it's fun. It's, it's what you passion, enjoy doing, it's, it's passion. your passion. Yeah, and I, and I do believe that because like nowadays we're saying about the community, you know, you've seen on television, it's negativity, 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 negativity. You've got all these, I'm not saying all kids are rude. That's far beyond what I'm saying. I'm saying that they've got themselves in a situation where they can't get themselves out of. And there's nobody there that has been through the situation themselves that are helping them. Because people have been through it. I know loads of people, I was one of those people myself. I know everybody that I know went through a stage. And it was, and, it, and the, you know who actually turned it around? It wasn't the person who told you this or the person, it was actually yourself. All you really needed was someone probably just to show you where you needed to go next. Because everybody does wrong, 
everyone's done wrong and I had, I've done wrongs and I have people come to me and come and tell me and, it, and sometimes it's how they're approaching you. They come to you and they shout at you. Yeah, you don't, don't, don't. No, 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 no. No one's taking that kind of talk to each other nowadays. It's a thing where you need to sit down on a level. I don't care who you are. Adults need to listen to kids. Kids need to listen to adults because so, the kids do have the answer or make us know the answer of where they believe everything went wrong. So it's not about just the adults helping out. It's about the youth helping out as well. If you feel stuck, you feel you can't turn to somebody, believe it or not, there is somebody there that you can turn to. And, it, and sometimes when you do wrongs, it is a learning curve of your life. So also on the matter, I would say, what do you think is, you've already like caught up on it and grasped on it, but what do you think is really, really needed within the community? Because you can see a business opens within 10 seconds and it's closed down. Do you believe that, like I said, technology is a big uh, aspect of what's going on today towards our community? Would you say the media has got a big influence on it? Yeah, big time as well. So like I said, you still got to remember most of these youths are in education. They're stressed out with education. If they don't get the, the exam results that they want, they're stressed out. What needs to be brought in? Kids are all about technology these days. Laptops, computers, PlayStation, Xbox, whatever you whatever you want, you all know what they're interested in. What needs to be brought out here is classes or youth sent more youth centres for the kids to go to. Play on the technology stuff that they play on at home, but interact with other youths. And not only youths, different ages, allow different ages into these youth centres. Yeah, obviously, yeah, you're scared because what goes on in the world. But if adults are going in, what hurts with a youth centre? What hurts? A simple check. A simple check, this is the problem. Adults and kids these days don't interact. If they're interacting more, then people trust each other more. So let's start getting the youths and the adults interacting like the youth to back when we was younger. Yeah, and, and then also, what what do you reckon is needed more, Matthew? You need more involvement. You need you know more people to come forward. Everybody's quick to criticise, say this is bad, that's bad, this is bad. So step in, you know, take that bad lad and do something with him, you know open up this little bit of land that's been sealed up for years and nobody can get onto, just overgrown. Open it up and let them use it, you know, build them something to attend. Build them a youth centre, build them a park, build them a football pitch, you know. Build it, give it to them, let them use it. Stop charging people if they can't afford to pay to go, this much to go to a youth centre. Why are you charging them? If they want to go to a youth centre, they should have the access to go there, whatever their income. It shouldn't just be for the, you know, for this person, it shouldn't just be for that person. So and then that is that is very true, and I'm gonna to touch upon something else in a second. So Paige, what do you think and what do you see, as you see around when you go around? What do you think besides what Matthew and Craig's already said? What do you think is needed for our community? Well, I think I think it really is hard to do, where people are training or the young or the elderly and trying to clear up the parks and you're getting people going through with motorcycles and drug dealing in parks. They can't you can't do much if there's no there's no stopping it. And it's not just always that, it's car racing. It it does need to stop but it can't stop until everybody knows. 
the right road, the right road, the right person to go to. There's always a go-to person until you know that go-to person. And I, I do be- stuck. Yeah, I do believe that there is always a go-to person. But like how we've been like highlighting like youths um, within the community, one thing that I noticed with the community is who gets left out the most. I'm not saying that I'm not highlighting this community, so everybody's involved in the community. Um, and there's lots I could go into, but I'm not going to go that far. But I'm going to point out just what about like the elderly because this is what I notice with the elderly kids have got something always that they can go to yeah so you know you can go and play some football in the park you've got technology then or you've got whatever but I'm noticing nowadays is with the elderly they're stuck in the houses they're scared to come out because of youths and they don't feel no trust in the world and it just feels like for me they're just withering away in their own where They've got no means. They're getting older now. They're, they're more scared of life because, you know, everything's breaking down. They can't do the 100 metres in 10 seconds anymore like they could do when they were younger. You know, they, they're getting a little bit of pension credit. You know, it's not covering their bills. They're struggling. And these, these people are getting left behind. So for me, I would like to see a bit more um, people checking in on neighbours, you know, like in the winter time. Um, you know, they haven't got a very good pension credit because pension credits for some of them, if it's government pension credit, is absolutely nothing. And the field I work in, I see who's the most vulnerable out of the scheme is the elderly. The youths are vulnerable, every, all of us are, but the elderly, I'm talking about 60 years up onwards, probably even probably a slight bit younger, you know, they're locked in the house and can't go nowhere. But I would just like to say to some of like the elderly out there as well, we need people to start, I'm not saying there ain't things out there for the elderly, there is, but it needs to be highlighted a bit more for them because they're the people in society that's getting left behind. They're kind of like poverty, you know, like tramps on the road, they're getting left behind in society, no one's going out there and checking on them and helping them and so forth. Remember, these people made the way for where we are today. You know, these are the... You know, these are the people that made the way, that went through the harshest things, so we didn't have to go through it today. So I do think they deserve some respect, um, and not drug dealers going in and just preying on them because they're vulnerable and stealing from them and so forth. So I, I will highlight today that, you know, we need to start looking more into my community. I do believe in our community, we all have got an input to help. I don't want people to believe that, oh, this guy's opened this business, and oh yeah, he can sort it out. No. You know, I believe even if he's sorting out a, a percentage and I'm here and I can give him 1%, my 1% is still included in that 100%. So don't think, oh, because it was 1%, it was meaningless. It wasn't meaningless. That was a cut in the chain that needed to keep it to keep him progressing. So what I would like to ask about as well is, you know, that we, you know, we do your marketing for you. So we do quite a bit for... Because we are associated, we are one, we are actually one. Um, and a lot of your marketing has gone on and getting rave reviews around the world. Um, I would like to ask you, because I've never asked you before, how do you think podcasts of the Four Horsemen as a podcast has um, done for you, like with your marketing and got into it? Well, how would you say to other people, because you know, we say to other people, we'll help to promote you and we'll help you to do this about the community. So if you don't know, where you're going, you know, we will always try and lead you to go forward. So I would like
like just to say to the viewers, how do you think Podcast of the Four Horsemen has helped you move forward? Podcast for Horsemen has helped us very much. Last season, when we obviously was at West Ham United, we were struggling to get players. Some weeks we were having nine players turn up. Um, literally this season, like I said earlier on, we got 20 plus players, and that's thanks to the marketing of Podcast of Horsemen because we haven't had to look for the players. We haven't had to um, run around. We haven't had to basically spend all our time worrying where we're going to find these players. We've been able to add the players given to us and then we'll be able to give all our time and effort into developing that player in his life skills and his football skills. So what do you say in yourself, I think, in your own element of, for other people that you know, we're trying to highlight, that we want to help the community, all of us together, um, how would, what would you say that for us when they've done for um, JHFC as, as we are an association, as we are a family and a group, how would you say that we've helped for other people that was thinking they wanted to use podcasts and the to help them move forward? Well, podcast Force, but they've put us out there, you know, a lot faster than word of mouth could. They've, you know, they've got connections with the right people, they've got connections with the community. If you need to speak to someone from publications they've got somebody involved who can do with that for you marketing you need to get your word out there you need to let somebody in america hear the message podcast of the four horsemen can do that you know if you need somebody from the council to hear you you know they've got all the right connections on the twitter feeds on the facebook feeds they've got the connections they've got the keys for the doors that we couldn't open they've got the phone numbers for the people that we couldn't get access so you know get on with them podcast of the four horsemen put it out there Further away you reach, you know, they've got a bigger circle of reach than you have from calling people from your doorstep. Oh, thank you very much for that. Because, um, as he says, we're young as you, really. We, we were, what, two months older than yourselves in that time. Two months, you'd only been out. Two months, and then we decided to take on yourselves as well. And we'd only been open two months. Who gave us the right to say, ah, oh, we can take on Jubilee Jaguars and we can put them to the next tier as we'd like to call it and so forth. The reason was links and I'm going to explain, you shouldn't even call it links, it's called communication which is links. So these were people that I didn't have access to myself but because I learned how to communicate with people you know I'm now feeling the benefits of these and these are the people that were in the background when I wanted to and my colleagues wanted to open um, podcast of the four horsemen. It wasn't for us like we struggled we didn't struggle one bit because what happened was you know each and every one of us has podcast the force when we've got skills in the things of opening businesses and to help out with mental health to help out with debt advices so we've got people in the background that we made links with that were the ones that kind of boosted us i'm not even gonna lie they boosted us they seen what we was trying to do they knew we had the know-how and what we were doing and these people even still now are the ones that say look podcast of force when look keep doing what you're doing don't stop i don't want you to stop doing podcast of the force because we believe in what you're doing is going to make a change this may not happen tomorrow it may not happen the day after but you are trying utmost to make a change i'm not saying that you're the only ones but one thing i know with any form of trying 
trying to make something work. It starts with your household. You've got brothers and sisters. You've got to learn to share. You've got to learn to talk. You've got to learn to communicate. You've got these things already in you. It's nothing new. It's already there for you to move forward. So, like we says, if you decide that you've got something and you haven't got the know-how, you don't feel like what your idea is is any good, I'm going to say to you, look, give us give us contact. You know, like I said, we've got our own personal lawyer. We've got so forth. These are people that we made connections with. And now this connection is makes us can do what we're doing. And we're still looking for connections. Just the same way that Jubilee Jaguars are still looking for sponsors to help them out with the kids. Um, I even heard like the other day, and I do know a lot of the background when it comes to Jubilee Jaguars. I know everything that they do, to tell you the truth. And I would like to compliment them. I would like to commend them. And I would like to congratulate yourself, Craig, yourself, Paige, and yourself, Matthew. You know, I see what you like doing in the background and the sacrifices that you give to do something for these youths and you know you know like other clubs that have to charge 30 pounds and I can see you are not doing that I know that you know we've sat down and decided what we're going to do because we do need money <laughs> not, <coughs> not trying to speak about money in a way but we do need sponsors we do need that help and we do know there's people in the community that are listening that can help even if you've got your one percent of help we want it actually we need it you know we endeavor you to say like look we only got one percent of help we'll say yeah man bring that come because that one percent help is like the saying of look after your pennies and the pounds will look after themselves you know you're helping each other you're making that community feel um you know you're moving forward together because individually as we know we don't work because you ain't got the know-how or you ain't got the link or you ain't got nothing but if you work together you will succeed so i'm the grapevine for all my audiences and followers and listeners I'm just gonna like wanna say something and congratulate you again and I know what you wanna do in the background. So I've heard that I'm letting the customer uh, the audience here and everybody else that you're moving at a rapid pace as um, Jubilee Jaggers. You are you lot are moving at a rapid pace and I can see that you're getting so much kids that you can't actually manage. Yeah? But I, I did hear that you know, we're in dialogue with Hells are in towns under 14. You know, we know there's some dialogue there with them and they've been wanting to help. And this is what I like because it's that community feel. So, you know, the players that you like can't handle, they will take on. And the players that are not their age, they'll pass on to you. So do you see automatically audience and listeners and followers out by networking and staying together? They've already done something. Remember, this is a two-part series. We're going to be having Hells are in town under 14's um, manager coming on, um, Rob, and I'm, I'm so happy to get him on. I know he's on board with yourself and he's been speaking to yourself quite a bit, Craig, because you're the manager for um, Jubilee Jaguars. Um, he's so ecstatic in the background yourself to know that, you know, we've worked as a together, dialoguing, wanting to push that out more in the community, but I'm going to just pinpoint out something that I've heard that y'all like want to be opening a Jubilee Jaguars FC Albury. Is that something that you have in the pipeline? Yeah, something we have in the pipeline. Um, like I said, four months down the line, we wouldn't think we had 25 players. And like I said earlier, we've got players from Albury already travelling to Tipton. And it's just too much for the parents. So obviously what we're trying to do is trying to offer it to everyone. Like I said, 
they keep listening, and give us, if you haven't already followed us on Twitter, give us a follow, because literally, we're growing that far, we, we could become around your area pretty soon. Yeah, and you know, that's what I like, you know, you wanting to move forward, you're always wanting to strive and get forward and do what you're doing. So Paige, yeah. how um, I'd like to ask you, because you know, you're in the background, you do the administration work for them, you sort out what you can help, what the kids haven't got to pay for, because I know that it was you in the background that actually helped out where the parents didn't have to pay that full whack of £30 and so forth. So you do a lot in the background that a lot of people don't know about. So, you know, we have to commend you as well. We've not making the parents have to pay on finding things in the background. We've um, podcasted the Four Horsemen to try and find a way we can make it cheaper for these kids. So we employ anybody that can sponsor routes and help us keep these things going for the community moving forward and even helping, like I says, um, Jubilee Jaggers FC, they, they, they do need help. There's only so much that we can do and that's why we dialogue and we network with people because we need that extra help. So, Matthew, I'd like to ask you onto the closing question. Um, how do you feel knowing that um, JJ FC Albury's in the pipeline because you've had a lot of kids come to you and a lot of interest from kids in Albury. How do you feel to know that you're going to be moving forward with this next plan going forward with opening it? Well, it makes me feel a hell of a lot better because I know there is more than one community. We're based in Tipton, you know, so why not expand that, you know, move out to Albury, move out to West Bromwich, you know, get all the community, different communities, you know, get more involved, different areas. If they haven't got help around there, expand to there, try and get in there. We don't don't charge them. We don't overprice. You know, if you want to kind of fall, you know, per se, the kind of fall into this or the other. Send them along, you know. It's all part and parcel. Yeah, let's see what we can do with them. And I really do believe that, you know, I do believe, like I says, it's a community thing that you lot are doing. Um, and I'd even point it out to people that are listening and followers. Um, the work over here, we don't promote violence, we don't promote um, swearing don't promote stuff like that you know we're trying to make the youth then grasp the idea that they can grow in a good way it's not just um jjfc showing them about tactical skills and that they actually showed them life skills moving forward growing the child it's not just you as a parent that actually grow your child it's people around them so we want people around them that's giving the best things moving forward so Paige, I would like to ask you as the final question for today because time is running down um what do you believe the community, um, how do you think we're going to get around from, you know, the negativity that we've got in the community where you've got people that's got this saying that I can't be asked. That means, you know, nothing's going to be achieved with that can't be asked mentality. Got the wrong mentality and negative mentality. How do you think maybe that we could, or us as people, as individuals, as a community could give back as in those that don't want to help because you remember you have to speak about how it is and there's people that don't want to help how do you think we could turn these people around well it's like our team we, we tried to get in we're getting them to help the elderly people because they want the they want the parks to be sorted and make them look pretty again so we're getting our kids to do it so if we can it wouldn't hurt other people to do it and if the parks look approachable, more people would go. Because at the minute you go to a park, and there's just a park, there's nothing on there. 